Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back with Avanella and we are talking about summertime for real this time. Yay! Yeah, we, we, we said we were and we are. We did say we were on Monday and then we did kind of a recap a little bit of our year in review and just what the last year has looked like for us the last the past school year. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about summertime because now that we've made it through a whole year of homeschooling, we're faced with this wonderful, glorious season called summertime. And I love summertime. I love it because I love the sunshine and I love the heat. I'm one of those people that loves to have, like, I like to be outside and have the sun literally beating down on me. I mean, mm. I don't want to be miserably hot and sweaty, right? but I love, okay, for you non-beach girl, like my one of my perfect days is literally sitting on the beach, just watching the waves, listening to the waves <sighs> and having the sun beating down on me. I love and just it. That warmth on oh, your skin. So I mean, that's the nice. thing through the winter. Like your skin hasn't seen felt that sun, and it's so nice. Okay, what else do you love about summer? Sleeping in. Do you yeah. sleep in in the summer or your kids? Um, not much more than what we sleep in normally. I don't like to sleep in super late. I mean, I just naturally get up anyway. But yeah, I don't. I'm not a super early riser. I mean, I typically am up at seven thirty. Like my, I, I okay. just have this natural body clock where I'm up at seven thirty. I know some yeah. people that's super late because lots of people are up at like five or six in the morning. Yeah, I'm but a we also, or... yeah, but we go you to stay bed up late. We do. Yeah, we go to bed typically at like eleven or twelve almost oh, every yeah. night. So, so you need to sleep in. Yes. Yeah. So so no. I mean, my girls. I'll let them sleep okay. in more for sure during the summertime, yeah. but not not so much for myself. But yeah, I love it. I just love that there's a little bit more freedom. I love yes. the sound of kids playing outside. Yeah. Um, swimming. Swimming is fun. My girls and I love to swim. So that's going to be a change this year. We don't have a swimming pool where we are now. We had one. What? Well, wow. I know in Georgia. And we like had like a community. A, pool? We had a community pool. And there's not one where you are, huh? No. I mean, I'm sure there's like a one in town somewhere, yeah. but there's not one in our housing community like okay, we had in gotcha. Georgia. So okay. So we need to make some friends with people who have a pool. <laughs> have a pool. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my list. <laughs> so if you live near Broken Arrow, right. I have a pool. <laughs> Note to self, find friends with pool. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. But yes, I am looking forward to it. And I think, you know, summertime is just a, a time that you and I have talked about where you can just kind of reset so yes. many things. You can rethink the past school year and what things have looked yep. like. You can look forward to the next school year that's coming up and and mm -hmm. take the summertime to kind of plan without having the pressure of having to plan something that's happening next week. Like totally. you have time to do those things. You have time to just kind of breathe and unwind. Maybe right. go to coffee with some friends or just do some totally. fun things. Vacations are amazing. We're hoping to take some vacations this Oh, fun. This summer. Um, so yeah, what what are you, I want you to kind of tell me <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to summertime, um, 
what is your fam? What does this look like for your family? And and what is some encouragement that you can bring to homeschool families who are now faced with summer? Faced with summer, I love summer. I love the just the slow. I think for me, it's I'm a I'm a list checker offer. Just that's <laughs> naturally how I am. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. It um, is. Not yeah. a title. I just made it. <laughs> but I just I'm just what is that type A? Is that what you call it? And so I live in a summer where I don't have to. Like, there's just so much more. I can get to the things like cleaning the closets that I didn't before. You know, just all those little, those things, those projects, those just more laid back. But, but everybody, I don't know if anybody else is like this, but with all of that, I feel like summertime can also be hard. Like the first few weeks are amazing. Everybody's doing, loving the freedom. Everybody's liking all, all that comes with it. But then I find that as we get into it, too much of that, kids start to get bickering. They start to get bored. They start to grumble and complain and whine. And what can we do? And um, I I just, I, I heard that from moms. And, and what's really sad is at the end of summer, I hear so many moms say, uh, I'm not talking about homeschool moms, but I can't wait for the kids to go back to school. And that always breaks. Yeah. It makes me sad. You know, it just breaks my heart. And so I've been thinking a lot about how we can make summer intentional yet still have all that freedom and that fun, but how we can sneak in a lot of learning, maybe with our kids not knowing, um, and really capitalize on summer and use it so that at the end of the summer, you don't look back and say, what did we do all summer? And and you don't use that incredible season. So I, I've come up with a, a, do you want me to share a little list? Yeah. And we can talk yes. about. We love lists. Like, okay. I know. See, I'm a list girl. Um, <laughs> So I think some ways that we can just make summer productive, fun, relaxing, and as a good reset is to be intentional and to find balance. So as like homeschool moms, we know the power of planning and staying kind of one step ahead, uh, one step ahead. And we understand just the the balance between structure and freedom. I think we kind of get that figured out because we do it all year long. Yeah. So I think with a little bit of planning, but not too much, you can make this summer truly your best summer. And and here are some key ingredients, I think, that you need to, when you're planning your summer, add in. You need to have play. You know, you need mm-hmm. to be able to have lots of time to just play and rest yep. and adventure. And, um, but also fill it with some learning. And one thing I think a lot of families forget about is the working and the serving piece. I think mm-hmm. summer is a great time to teach kids to work and yeah. to serve. Um, you know, and so we can use we can use our summer to really stretch our kids. So one of the first things is let your kids be bored. And I think everybody goes, you know, I see so many moms and they plan every camp and every activity and our newspaper, our local newspaper in May, they come out and they have pages full of things to sign your kids up for activities to put them in camps to send them to. And I always think, man, are we just using our summers to, like, I don't know, shove our kids off to something else or to fill their time. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily a benefit. I think that if we allow our kids to be bored, it breeds creativity. Mm-hmm. It breeds ideas. It breeds new things. Um, so the best way to handle boredom, in my opinion, is to guide, don't provide. So to guide our kids, but not provide them with entertainment. It is not our job as moms to provide them with every activity, but instead to guide them to things. So for example, give them opportunities to do something. Um, 
get creative. Say, throw a rope and a ball into the yard. And I mean, every mom knows this. If you just switch up a tiny little thing, it's like things unfold. Throw a rope and a ball into the yard and watch their imaginations come to life. Watch fun things happen. Watch them come up with ideas. Um, But you do not have to sign your kid up for every stinking thing there is to sign up for. Your job is not to fill every minute of their life. Um, But let them be bored and see what they come up with and just guide them, give them ideas, give them opportunities to do something worthwhile. Yeah, I totally agree. They're even in the kitchen, like thinking about yes. baking. My my girls oftentimes, like, they're just like, can we just bake something? Yes. And there's been times we actually at one point had to stop and say, okay, you have to stop experimenting with everything in the kitchen. This is getting um, expensive. <laughs> right. But um, it, it's so good for them to figure out what to do yes. with the resources that they have. Right. And, um, you know, you can go to thrift stores and find all kinds of, you know, new games and new craft activities and just things that, like you said, boredom right. breeds creativity and kids yeah. can learn if you give them the opportunity yes, to be creative and to do fun things that just get their brains moving and working, Totally, which again is, is school. I, I mean, really, you know, right. it's, it's, it's learning. them learning. It's learning because totally. school is learning. Yeah. And so it is them learning um, how to do new and exciting things. And I think oftentimes I know with my girls, they surprise themselves because they're like, oh, look what I just yeah. did. Totally. I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could or build Or that this. I even enjoyed doing that, you know? Right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> what we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back and just talking about some of the the things that we can do um, to curb the boredom and allowing our kids to be bored during the summertime. Mm -hmm. I like that you talk about that, Abby, because I think oftentimes we feel like we need to fill the space because we're right. now not doing academics. So some people still do academics during right. the summertime, but most don't. And so we feel like we need to have something to fill up that space. And right. and there is there is room for that. Um right. because you know we don't want three months of no activity at all. I mean there are things that need right. to be done and that can be done. But I also I've really realized that the summertime is a time where you can focus oftentimes on things that maybe you didn't get to focus on during the school year, like character training, though that goes on throughout the whole year, but you can really hone in. If there are certain character traits in your child that really, really need to be focused on, summertime is a great time to do that. Um, Totally. Reading aloud, I would say never give that up. We talked about that in, in the first episode and that I love reading to my kids. We don't stop reading because it's summertime. Now, maybe we don't right. do it every day, but that's something that is so beneficial for the entire family. So I would say, hold on to that read aloud time. Playing right. games is another great way right. to spend your summer days. And you can do that outdoors if it's not you know, blistering hot. We did that whole episode not too long ago on game schooling. And that right. was a fantastic episode. There are so many ways that our kids can still be growing their 
their brains and their minds. Um, but one of the things I was thinking about recently was entrepreneurship. I know that that is something that often oh, during yeah. the school year, maybe kids don't have time to maybe come up with a business or develop an idea that they've had for a right. small business for themselves. But summertime is a great time to teach our kids to, to be hard workers and to become right. entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's what on my on my list, my list making list is is for summer is working. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it used to be um, it used to be that kids would work and that the school year was actually based around the farming community and mm -hmm. harvest season and that kids were expected to work. And we've kind of we've lost that. And we we have a generation who thinks summer is for leisure. And I don't necessarily think that that has benefited this generation. I think that we've lost that that the ethics of, of hard work and, and the blessings yeah. that come with it. So I think that, yes, kids, kids can get a break in the summer, but I think that work is really important. I yeah. think it's it's crucial. I sure. think it's, it, I mean, the Bible talks so much about working and the benefits of working and, and how it grows our character. And right. um, and so some ways to do that, to, to implement the value of hard work, you know, if you have older kids, they could just get a job, honestly, mm -hmm. you know, high school kids can get a job in the summer. Yep. Um, or they can even just learn a trade or a skill by working under someone that you know and trust mm -hmm. in a in an area in the trades or, you yep. know, and and through that they can gain work ethic and commitment and perseverance and hard things, you know. So so you could find someone that you know and trust to put your child under to to be taught and trained in that area. Or if you have younger kids, it's a great time to teach your little ones to do laundry, right? Yeah. Or um, or if you have a little bit older child, you know, let's spend the summer mastering, you know, three meals that you can do totally on your own. So on days that mom is really busy, you can do those meals. So, you know, that's working and that gives them, you know, a sense of accomplishment also. And the summer is a really good time to do that because sometimes in the school year we have school all day and then activities. And then I just need to hurry up and get dinner on the table. Yeah. I don't necessarily, you know, have the time. And so summer is a great time to slow down, teach your kids to cook so that then the next school year comes and they can contribute in that way. Or like you said, entrepreneurship, a lemonade stand, right? Or work the farmer's market or mow lawns. Yeah. Um, and then I think that the most important thing we could say about teaching our kids to work is also teaching them how to handle the money that they make when they do, mm -hmm. you know, to give first to the kingdom, to give first to the Lord, give their first yep. fruits, you know, and then how to save, um, and so I think summer is an awesome time to really dig in to the working. Um, and then that will fill some of that boredom space. You yeah. know, it'll it'll help with the boredom. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, one of the other things, of course, that kids can do, this is a great time for them to serve in God's kingdom, whether yes. it is through VBS, whether it's at... Um, you know, maybe an abortion mill, yep. whether it's at their church, you know, just working in your church office and folding, totally. you know, uh, programs for the week or whatever. I mean, there are so many ways that kids can serve right. to further God's kingdom. Um, and so finding ways to do that, there are a million different things that, yeah. that kids can do. And, and, you know, even little kids can do stuff like that. Oh, for sure. And I think that goes back again to we are kind of a self-serving culture right now where summer is about me. And what's mm -hmm. your list? What do you want to do? Uh, so many people ask my kids, what do you want to do this summer? What camps do you want to go to? And never is the question, how are you going to contribute this right. summer? Or how are you going to bless somebody else this summer? And I think it, it is a great time to serve. And even simple things 
it, it, this spans the ages, you know, simple things as having your younger kids come alongside and make freezer meals to deliver to moms throughout the year that have maybe had a first or a baby or had have gotten sick or, you know, that's a great way to serve. And that doesn't take driving kids around to 15 different places. You know, you can just do that in your own home or yeah. um, read books at your local nursing home, you know, go and oh, yeah. sit next to a grandma that might not have grandkids near and and read to them or like you said, volunteer or help your neighbor, the elderly neighbor, rake their lawn or mow their lawn. You know, serving is is such an incredibly important thing that we teach our kids. And summer, we're wide open. It's a great yeah. opportunity to do so. So yeah. I think in this episode, we've really talked about don't make summer all about what do we want to do and self-serving, but instead, how can we contribute? How can we learn hard work? How can we learn work ethics? How can we give back? How can we mm -hmm. serve others and and further the kingdom? And um, that's going to be a better summer than laying at the pool every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think asking our kids too, you know, taking time with them and just saying, hey, what do you want the summer to look like? And we can help guide them, but, right. but giving them some ideas and then letting them work through right. what their summer might look like. And exactly. depending on the age, you know, like you said, if they're in high school, you know, maybe it's time for them to get a real job for the right. summer. Um, right. You know, maybe it's time for them to become a mom's helper and go right. help the mama down the street or in, in, you know, the next neighborhood who just needs help holding her babies and getting laundry done and things like that. Exactly. You know, um, but talking with our kids, figuring out what their strengths are and right. how they can, can strengthen those um, abilities and talents and gifts that God has given right. to them. Yeah. And then having a good balance as you sit down and make a list. I love that. And we talked about earlier planning. And so what do I, what do I expect out of the summer? What do my kids want out of the summer? But make sure you have all the aspects of rest because right. we are to rest. I think that's important and play, you know, fun playing and then serving is what we've talked about and working. And then yeah. in the next, in the next episode, I'd love to talk about, you know, how can we carry the learning through and yep. adventuring, yep. Um, you know, and, and other areas, but we need to have a balanced summer. It can't, right. it, it, that will make for a productive. And at the end of the summer, we're all going to feel like refreshed, ready to go into the next school year. Yeah. That's what we need. So and accomplished. That's right. Accomplished. Well, <laughs> we're out of time, but we will be back tomorrow. We're going to continue talking about summertime and how we can use this time to, to, to our greatest uh, benefit and to the benefit yeah. of our family and to God's glory, because that's what we are all about. So thank you guys for listening. We will be back with you again tomorrow. Until then, have a great afternoon. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations. Christian homeschooling simplified.